You are listening to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. And honey, we struggle. Um, it is late April, and I hope you are all doing well under likely quarantine, unless you live in Georgia or Sweden. Um, even if you do live in those places, <laughs> please stay home. Be careful. Um, I hope everybody is um, is well. We are going to flash back into the past um, with this episode. I am joined by guest Danielle Perez, who is just a treat. And we talk a lot. Uh, this is pre-COVID-19. We, we did this interview and we talk a lot about skincare. Um, it was not Taurus season when we talked. It is now Taurus season. Danielle is a Taurus. It is earthly. It is, uh, you know, kind of where we uh, live now, which is just in our homes with our own selves. And um, it, skincare, what a, what a fine, fine thing to work on when you're in core. Um, so this is, yeah, this is going to be some pre-quarantine content for you. We don't talk about any of that uh, COVID-19 nonsense, so it's very exciting. Um, this is uh, You Can Do With Brie Pruitt. I am Brie Pruitt. And if you have not tuned in before, welcome. Uh, I hope you have been enjoying the podcast. You've been listening. Um, very was very excited to put out the Sean Jordan episode. We talked a lot about skateboards. Um, I look forward to releasing upcoming episodes uh, that are being taped during core. We are, um, you know, there's a lot to lot to talk about because we're all struggling with stuff and trying to grow. Uh, we are kind of in these people are trying to be hyper productive which is um, a mistake if I'm being honest I think you guys gotta do the best you dang can um, I have a rant um, because I like to start every episode with a rant against the darkness and then um, I will do a pep talk sometimes I do it in reverse order but my rant is very simple there are some folks who are you know not a lot younger or older than me, you know, that are, that are adult people who felt more comfortable in quarantine with their relatives, for example, their parents. So they've traveled away from their residences to their ancestral homes in, um, you know, upstate New York or Iowa. Um, your girl is in a studio apartment in Glendale and she will remain in a studio apartment in Glendale, even though, you know, I do have family and they are, um, in Portland, Oregon, which would be a glorious place to be working from home right now. Um, it, the thought never occurred to me that I should go stay with my mom. Sure. She's got a spare bedroom, but you know, she's a working stiff, just like me. <laughs> she doesn't have the resources. You know, her her dried beans are not my dried beans, okay? You know, I wouldn't go stay with my dad in Arizona. Arizona, that feels dangerous <laughs> during, during a, a pandemic. You don't want to go to Arizona. It's dangerous. Um, but yeah, and so I, 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 come across, uh, I come across some of my friends in, in the feed who are really seem to be having sort of like when you see people during the holidays um, in their jammies and just kind of like lackadaisical and I just don't feel that way when I'm with my parents and I'm trying not to resent the people who do. That's where I'm at. The folks who have a, a tight nuclear family experience all the way into adulthood, God love them. Um, some of us are seeking more space uh, because we've you know, maybe culturally, you know, feel some space there or for whatever reason. Okay. That's fine. That's, that's normal. There are whole uh, film franchises about growing and leaving the nest and, uh, and, you know, no disrespect to people who are still, you know, into the nest. Um, <laughs> I guess, um, it feels like sometimes you look at different families and you're like, holy shit, what a rift between how my family operates and your family operates. And it's very personal. And um, and I'm just uh, maybe a little bit more independent from my family. 
than other people. And that's, that's okay. That's okay. Do I resent the people who are safely ensconced in their parents' wombs? Um, yes, I do. And, um, but God, I envy you and I, and I would be doing the same dang thing if my parents were, you know, you know, they had, um, a hot tub in their house for sure. Um, or if they, if they had it like that, you know, they had a family business, something like that, you know, you go back, you go back home, you work at the hand sanitizer mill during the pandemic. It just makes sense. All right. That's my rant. Um, no, wait, that was supposed to be my pep talk. A lot of intense energy. Okay, my pep talk is it's okay to feel. Yeah, that felt more pep talky anyway. It's okay to feel jealous of happy people <laughs> with loving parents. Okay, pep talk over. Um, that was a pep talk about being okay with your feelings. Good. The rant is now going to begin. For balance, I like to rant, okay? Uh, for balance in the universe, uh, you got to put your Slytherin with your Hufflepuff, Okay. You gotta put your yin and yang, yin and yang. And so my rant is about um, Animal Crossing. As many of you are playing games idly on your phone uh, when you're in your apartments, I am uh, also doing so, playing Animal Crossing just for fun, just like harvesting a peach, just like fishing for a black bass. Okay. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Animal Crossing, you, they're little animals in a game, and they're doing very, you know. Um, precious twee little things like purchasing sweaters and um suggesting you know their friends like i'm gonna build a vase and then maybe you can come and visit my campsite it's all very sweet um and you can dress up your little animal you can dress up your little character there's clothes you can buy in the game this game also very good about uh, tricking you into spending your american dollars to buy leaf tickets um which buy clothes and things like that in the game and um, pity the fool who <laughs> if I might borrow an expression <laughs> yes I did not come up with pity the fool but like truly pity the fool who spends I don't know how else to say it <laughs> who spends uh, their actual their actual money in Animal Crossing but I'm sure it happens it's gotta happen because those leaf tickets they're really pushing them um so I, I, there, there are little clothes you can put on your animals and some people in the game will purchase a mask. Okay. There are masks, medical, not N95, but it's like a face mask, you know, and put the mask on their character. Now I just have a problem with that because you're going to a beautiful place where animals and and little cartoon people are camping together they're on islands we love it um you know it's sweet there's little uh personalities at work what we don't need is our trash reality you're tracking mud all through this sweet fantasy the mud of 2020 the dirt and the soot and the just the caca all through the nice, clean house. Okay? Don't put your shit on Animal Crossing. Don't put your shit on a video game. On a sweet little video game. Uh, this, is, uh, this is why we can't have nice things as humans. Because we project all of our anxiety and fear onto uh, our dogs and kids. And now, our little video game robots. And I just have a warning for you humans who are projecting your anxiety onto things, that's how you're going to go Westworld. That's right. You're going to build robots and they're going to be fearful and anxious and then they're going to revolt against us because they have trauma. Great job, humans. Just what we need, a Westworld. <laughs> uh, I guess for those of you who haven't seen Western Westworld, it's about a this is about a robot uprising set in the old west. It's very confusing and slow. I don't know how a show that has such an exciting premise can be so boring and violent. It's not for me. But please enjoy it if you enjoy it. I'm not here to yuck your yum. I'm sure to celebrate. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to say? Okay. 
about to wrap it up and then we'll introduce the episode with Danielle. Um, it's really great. Um, so I just wanted to like empathize, um, empathize with, with all of y'all out there and like a special shout out to sluts. I don't think I've done this before on this podcast, but you know, this is a sex positive space. Uh, we, we celebrate sluts. Sluts is not a negative term. Um, on this podcast, uh, slut is just a person who is good at sex because they have had more sex than other people. And, um, I just think like, man, this has got to be tough on sluts, this quarantine, this isolation. Oh man, it's gotta be tough on sluts. I'm in a couple of sex positive, um, Facebook groups. Yeah. Brag. And, uh, they are, um, yeah, sluts are bummed. All of, all of the sluts. I'm, I'm out of the game, but, um, yeah, that I could, especially I was thinking about somebody who just got out of a relationship. And I know a couple of people that this, <laughs> this applies to where they got out of a relationship and we're like, oh, 2020, I'm coming out. I want the world to know, hey, it's me. And they, <laughs> the doors just slam shut, right? Ah, oh, dang. I gotta look inside myself now for four months. Shit. I'm so sorry. If you if you were about to start fucking your way into your next relationship <laughs> and then the pandemic came. My sincere apologies. Um uh, yeah, I think it's 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 truly a wild time and um uh, in all sincerity, I hope everyone is good and well. Um, it is uh, Taurus season. Last week we dropped on the Taurus new moon. Now it's fully Taurus season, so you might be working hard. You might be playing hard. That's the yin and yang, baby. You might be um, feeling good, uh, eating a lot, and sleeping late. And you might feel like, oh, I'm going to restrict my food and not sleep. Or some some combination therein. But, um Whatever it is, I hope you I hope you feel good. I did pull a tarot card. I know. What a witch. I pulled a tarot card before I started this and I was like, okay, okay, tarot cards. Tell me uh, let me be a a vessel for a message and the message to the listeners is I just said what do my listeners need to know? And I pulled the 10 of car of cups, which is a beautiful tarot card with a family and there's a rainbow and a farm and they're so happy. And um I believe that my message for you is look at what you've got, okay? If you're in um you're you're cooped up Look around at your resources and just like, wow, appreciative of every grain of rice, appreciative of every little oatmeal um, nugget. Is that an official um, title for each grain? It's a grain. It's a grain of oatmeal. Oatmeal cluster in your cereal and um, each uh, seed on your berries. Um, yeah, I really think that's the key uh, to keeping your wits about... Um, at this time, that's my wreck. That's my wreck. That's the that's the cards wreck. Ten of cups, baby. Look it up. Um, okay, let's get into it, folks. Um, we're calling this the skincare episode. It's the first episode where we talk about skincare, and I'm not a skincare person, but uh, in LA, you just kind of got to go there. <laughs> it's cultural. I'm fully excited about this episode. Give it up. Give it your attention, ladies and gentlemen, Danielle Perez. Okay, we are back. This is You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt. I am joined by a really fabulous guest, just a legend in the L.A. comedy scene. Um, she's literally traveled everywhere um, to do stand-up, colleges, restaurants, comedy clubs, um, there have been some rest stops. Um, she's she's truly accomplished. Um, give it up. Welcome, Danielle Perez, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. Hi. Hello. Um, how are you? I'm good. I didn't get your credits right. What are your what you, What do you normally say? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you can say you know she's been um, on the side of the road, uh, basement, CBS <laughs> diversity um, showcase. Yes, 2020 cast member. Huge. This is huge. Not in LA. This is huge. This is big. <laughs> big time. This is where the execs go, and they're like, mm, "Her, who's that mean bitch?" We love her. <laughs> Book her. 
Um, yeah, no, um, I, yeah, no, yeah, I do stand up. You do stand up. I do stand up. And you're great. And you've got <laughs> big things coming. I'm excited, yeah. Ah, okay, so keep an eye out for Danielle Perez. Um, where can me and my listeners show up for you? Yes, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Diva Deluxe, no E at the end. Uh, I got a little link tree so you can get your tickets. Are you Diva Deluxe on all platforms? I am. That's so fierce is it yeah it it feels very much like wow danielle really just is holding on to that aol screen name and not looking back (laughs) (laughs) well we you know it's like you clearly started doing stand-up before um (laughs) before you thought it was a viable career yeah option good for you um yeah i I have no imagination and my name is unique. So I just picked my own name for all platforms. Well, that's a brand. I mean, Brie Pruitt, a, a unique name. Yeah. You don't have to put the before your name on your, on your website. Fake Brie Pruitt. <laughs> that's fun. Um, I'm Brie Pruitt on all platforms. You all already know that. Um, I'm very excited to dig into our um, struggle sesh with Danielle. So let's get right into it. How can I build you up, Buttercup? I need help finding a foundation that matches my face. Wow, the truest <laughs> struggle we have ever shared. This is real shit. We're not fucking around We're here not. on You Can this Do It For Brie Pruitt. This is hard, real, relatable stuff for so many people. So you need a foundation that matches your actual shade. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I'm Afro-Latina. So I'm like that kind of mixed brown skin where like... It's kind of like a Mindy Kaling tone. You know what I mean? It's like that Southeast Asian. Yeah. But also, so it's like stuff will make me look really ashy. Yeah. Or stuff will make me look really orange. And I've tried Fenty. I've tried Rihanna. And it's not. I've tried Rihanna. I've tried. It's like, I, you know, we stand. We love her. But. Nothing's working. And then I the thing is I have bad skin, so I have hyperpigmentation because I love to pop my pimples. Or oh, I love to. Okay, okay. I used to, but then like I break out and then I yeah. try really hard not to, and then they just so now I have these like dark brown dots all over my face. Yeah. So it's Okay. It's skincare. The skincare episode. The, the first skincare episode. The first skincare episode of You Can Do It with Repro It. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna do a deep dive into the skincare episode right after this. And we're back. It's You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt. I'm here with Danielle Perez, and we're talking about foundation. Um, so we also live in Los Angeles where our winter skin pigment is wildly different from our summer skin skin pigment. It is. I just put in, I put on foundation, my summer foundation. I looked like a cartoon. I looked like I was dressing up for Halloween because it was so different. I'm so pale in the winter. Yeah. No, I literally, oh my God. I mean, you're brown. You're Afro-Latina, so it's not like your skin is as different. No, it it does. It does. Because like, um, I I went to my friend's bachelorette party in in Mexico and I went in October, which is like winter, fall. I was drinking at the LAX terminal. Um, I was drinking at LAX. <laughs> I was drinking at LAX before I boarded the plane, but there was a Mac there. So I was like, let's go oh, shopping. Yes. I love the Mac at the LAX. I love the Mac. Yeah. And so I got... Terminal I was like, 4, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay, right <laughs> next to the... Literally, you can see the Mac counter yeah. from the bar. So... Yeah. I'm like, oh, I need foundation. I'm going to be at a bachelorette party, take pictures. So that was going to be, as soon as you were like, skin tone, or foundation to Mac to my skin tone, I was like, Mac. Yeah. And well, think? I was like Fenty, and you were like, no Fenty. And then I was like, Mac. Because that when I was young, you know, I'm Asian and white, but <laughs> I'm very white presenting. And my mom and Nana always told me, Mac, they know Asian skin. So Ooh, I was like, okay. okay. Um, so I always went to Mac because I thought they understood women of color. I, You know, I thought they did too. So tell me about your experience there. I went to Mac, and I got this, I got the studio fix, like an NC43. That used to be my color, dude. Okay, we are fuck? not... Exactly. Exactly. Free. Exactly. So I get it and I think I'm good. NC42 is what I used to wear. Okay, okay. Okay. So I get to Mexico and like it's summer, there's sun, I'm in a pool all fucking day. I jump a million. Ch- it looks like I'm wearing white face with oh, this. Oh no, that's not okay anymore, Danielle. It's not. I know. I'm being so insensitive, so, is so fix problematic. Liquid or powder? It was the Studio Fix powder. It's like the powder yeah. 
foundation it's good one. powder it is good but it's it's, it's not heavy right. yeah. and it didn't work and then i came back and i got the nc45 and it's like that doesn't work either yeah so i don't know i don't know what to do oh, oh my god well you're about to be famous so i'm sure you'll have a lot of makeup people around you to tell you what to do i feel like every time i ask them i get a different answer interesting <laughs> they're always telling me different things okay well i really appreciate you sharing your struggle with my <laughs> listeners because i'm sure this is going to resonate with someone and also I need to say on the record that this is trash, that this is your struggle because you are a woman who wants to spend makeup on money. There should be products to fit you. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you'll see, you'll go to Sephora and it's like all these like nice high end, you know, lines. They'll have a million shades for like white, neutral, natural, you know what I mean? And then all the ivories, it's every ivory. I was like, I didn't know ivory came in so many shades. And then they'll have three browns, maybe. That's, like, a lot. Yeah. But it's, like, with dark skin, you can have red undertones. Yeah. Blue undertones. Yellow. Like, that's the thing. It's, like, they'll have dark colors, but the undertone will be wrong. Yeah. Because I've been told, I guess, I have olive skin. Interesting. Which is, like, a weird kind of undertone. And that's what makes it. Greenish undertone. Yeah. That was the green what, family. I guess so, Yeah. That's rough. It is rough. Okay, so Sephora's out, Fenty's out, Max out. Well, okay, obviously I just want to state on the record <laughs> that this is obviously racism rearing its ugly head in the makeup industry. I mean, let's be real, you know, like this is not a um, you know, this is not a problem with you. This is a problem with the system, right? Yeah. I'm just the trying system's to, broken. I always try to like, you know, Look at the macro, you know, <laughs> the system is broken. The makeup system is like, of course, everything else is geared toward white people. Why wouldn't makeup? And I think we already knew that, but like, this is the slow, um, you know, needle movement where it's like, oh yeah, Fenty, um, they've got such dark shades of foundation, but it's like, okay, but it's not for all of us. And also too, like the Fenty foundation is like, even though my skin is very oily, the Fenty foundation, the original, very mattifying. Like, really, like, I'm like, oh, it's kind of hard to move around oh. on my face even. Yeah. I don't like, like, I guess the reason my face is oily is because it is dehydrated. So it's trying to moisturize itself. So it creates excess oil. What? Girl, I Who really. Who told you that? Korean skincare <laughs> told me that. Okay, okay. I don't know. First of all, you need to know that Korean people. <laughs> trying to sell you a whole seven step system there's that but there's also like some colorism in a lot of east asian culture you know so just i don't know man okay here's the thing okay i'm born and raised in los angeles it is a desert that is our climate it's a desert yeah but i lived in san francisco for a few years and i lived in italy like in florence for like i did study abroad so both of those are like kind of bay climates there are lots of humidity Mediterranean. mediterranean moisture in the air my skin was always better there, and I didn't break out, and I was wearing. So makeup. you think you buy this like it is dryness? I think that is where the like oil a, is coming. Yeah, from. I think there is like a climate mm. factor. That, Do you use like, the blotting sheets? Are you blotter? I mean, I would have to just use rolls of it. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> I'm like just coming, running around with like <laughs> some blotting, like toilet paper rolls. Some blotting gauze. <laughs> I think you're beautiful without makeup and i know you're like saying hyper pigment i just want you to know i like me posting pictures on the internet in my stories without makeup feels feels really challenging (laughs) i'm sure it does scary well okay so i just want you to hear this and you don't have to like absolutely receive it but when you're (laughs) saying like oh i have hyper pigmentation because i break out and i have all these things I, i don't see it I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't. I mean, it's all I see is like your smile and your eyes and your Aww. eyebrows and your hair looks fantastic. Aww. And and I think your hair is, your your skin is beautiful and beautifully colored, you know? Like, that's all I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a judgmental, horrific person. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and I'm also not scrutinizing your skin. But just so you know, like, I don't know if it's helpful for you to think like, oh, my friends see me, not yeah. my skin. Um, but I don't know if I, I hope I hope that you would believe that. OK, so what would it feel like if you found the perfect foundation? Oh, my God. If I found the perfect foundation, I feel like it's just such relief. Really? Yeah, because then it's just 
done. I can it's just because right now, what are you doing? You're like mixing. Because yeah, right yeah. now it's kind of like, well, I have to get this loose powder and then try this foundation, but then I have to apply it in a certain way, and then I have to go in with like another color. Damn, dude. It's like a, yeah. it's like multiple steps when I just want to literally wipe something on my face and be yeah you're who was i talking to about like i'm low-key thinking about getting like i those eyebrow tattoos you know because i'm like that's one step of makeup that's done everyone (laughs) in my family has eyebrow tattoos yeah yeah get them done oh you mean the the um the microblading the microblading yeah Yeah, i mean those are my family got full tattoos like yeah yeah and they actually are really anti-tattoo um but they get <laughs> tattoos on their face my mom has her eyeliner. Like so my mom has her eyeliner her lip liner and she wants her cheeks like blush tattooed on oh my how do you do that it's, you know just Ooh. she's got a really good tattoo lady i met okay, her she's intense nice. um but yeah you should i i feel the low maintenance vibes but you are a magician of transformation because <laughs> we've seen you go to shows sit in the back fully transform in five minutes and then get on stage and we're like what the hell what happened did she just put on a mat did she glamour in the back <laughs> it's gonna be like um uh what's that fucking movie um fifth element with the makeup mask do you remember that wait i don't think i've okay seen that. you haven't seen fifth element okay. it's my favorite sci-fi movie really yeah okay it's bruce willis and uh mila yojovich okay. Yo- jojovich jojovich she has a name. And listen, <laughs> she is a model. So do we need to really treat her with oh, respect? Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so she puts, she goes, Lilu, multi-pass, and she puts mm-hmm. a makeup mask on her face, and it it explodes makeup on her face. It just looks like a deep face. And it's done, yeah. Nice. So that's what I think is coming in the future, but I'm saying you can do that in a comedy room, in the dark, in the back of the room. In the dark, you do it in the dark. I do. <laughs> so you're doing great is what I'm saying. Um, it's very stressful. And <laughs> I bet it is. But I you're just, making it work now. Thank you. I guess it's just like, I feel like it's so much time. Like yeah. before I get on stage, I have to think about doing my makeup so that I feel presentable or like the character or person that I am on stage. Yeah, you know, fully. I mean, yeah. But I just want to fucking wear, you know, be unwashed and wear a hoodie like all these dudes. Like all these dudes. Okay, so there's another macro situation (laughs) that you wouldn't even be dealing with makeup if you weren't a dude, you know? And so, like, these are just the circumstances that you've been dealt. Yeah, because I don't wear makeup like, you know me, like uh, in real life. I'm really not wearing, I'm not like a makeup every day. I don't really do like no makeup makeup. I just, whenever I have to like, be on yeah oh the things we have to do <laughs> now that i do a show where it's like an all-female lineup you've done um high priestess you know that's my show where i kind of wear i just wear whatever black dress i want to put on and i don't really worry about the way i look and i don't know it just fits right for that show but yeah there i mean most of the time especially in like a club environment where you're like you're on it's yeah you got to do makeup and wear the thing that makes you feel like powerful and yeah and fight these people yeah we gotta fight them (laughs) fight them for space man so part of this is like your uniform for work really and it's about your work stuff Mm-hmm. I don't mean to blow up your spot, but I do know that you're a Taurus. I am an Aries Taurus cusp. You're an Aries Taurus cusp? I'm you like, identify as an Aries Taurus cusp? But I, I'm a Taurus. Like, I'm April 23rd. Yes. But it's, you know, okay. it's a cuspy energy. You feel influenced by that fiery Aries. Mm-hmm. Very much. And um, I'm a Sagittarius rising and an Aquarius moon. Oh, okay. That's why you weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weird girl. <laughs> um, she's not like other girls. She's weird. She's got an Aquarius moon. Um, I um, I always think of you as a Taurus because you're like one of the hardest working women in show business, oh. you know. And so I feel that this is part of that. It's like your work ethic is like, I can't do my fucking job unless I get this foundation, you know. Yeah, that's how I feel about I it. I'm so, that's why I'm like angry and frustrated by it and especially as you're an actor you know because Mm -hmm. that's gonna need to really anytime i go in for an audition or a self-tape it's like oh i can't just like focus on doing this it's like i have to put on this yeah paint this 
face. I had to do a self-tape the other day at like 7.30 in the morning. Mm. <laughs> I had to go full face. <laughs> I know so it's like stupid. a weird thing. You're like doing it at weird hours of the day. You're One like just glammed up like, hi. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well. Let me know when you want to do self-tapes. I have lights. I got a whole I do it setup. too. Yay. I have self-tapes. My man does the reading with me. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so my uh, My roommate, um, does the reading with me but he's not a good reader he's not a good reader but i think that's good it helps me like because i it shows it's like look at me giving all of this when i'm getting nothing <laughs> look at me giving all this with nothing in return yeah that's exactly what self-tapes are like oh non-la people you're just gonna have a great time so just actually we should we should define pilot season heard of it no kidding <laughs> It's real. Um, yeah, so non-LA people, we um, do auditions in our home for a camera, and that, and we send them in, and it's called a self-tape audition, and some of us do them. Mm-hmm. We got to do them. We have to figure out the lighting so it looks good and, and the sound the and the outfit and... Do you know the best tip I heard? I think it was on it was on Lost Culturistas, mm. the podcast. Um, Betty, the woman from Glow. Oh, the the blonde woman from mm-hmm. Glow, she said, tape your phone to a window. Oh, so you okay? get that. So you get that light mm-hmm. and tape the script right next to it. Oh, smart. And just read. That's so smart. It's so smart. smart. I know. I'm always, like, memorizing my lines like a fucking idiot. I know, like a dum-dum. Um, okay, so... Are there any other... Re- okay, so what Afro-Latino women do you have in your life who can maybe give you some tips on we this? have guidance? Well, not my mom. My mom was like a no-makeup lady. She was a hippy-dippy. Well, no wonder she can't find any damn thing. She went... She was hippie, like... Yeah. You know, went to went to museum school for ceramics. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did has, she still make ceramics. Now that she's retired, yeah, she's real back into it. She's been like taking I classes at ceramics. PCC. Oh my god! Yeah, she has a bunch of stuff. I can get you some of her stuff. Well, more. I do love ceramics, but I also like want to start doing it myself yeah. a little bit more. There's like a hipster, like there's like a queer ceramic studio that I'm gonna start going to. Nice, but yeah. also, I mean, if you have time, take class at PCC because. Okay. You get to use the studio space for free, and it's such low cost because it's City College. Oh, damn. And so you have access to that studio pretty much, like, exciting like 24-7, you know? All right. All right. Um, because Good those tips. studio spaces got very expensive <clears throat> because you're paying for kiln space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is not... Sorry, I know. Not your problem. Not my struggles. <laughs> okay, so... But my mom, yeah, my mom was very, like, no makeup, makeup. She yeah. didn't really... She wasn't, like, glammy or anything like that. Do you all have the same pigmentation? Mm, I feel like my mom is maybe a little bit lighter than me. Yeah. We're around the same tone-ish, yeah. but... I mean, she doesn't eat. She looks great. She's also, you know, she doesn't really drink, doesn't smoke. She looks amazing. She tangos. Very fit. She tangos. She tangos. <laughs> my mom went to... My she, mom tangos. Yeah. That's so funny. Our mom's got to hang out. Yeah, I think they would When your mom other. comes to LA, well, she should tangle is, with my mom. My mom is not a hippie makeup person. My mom is a beautician. You know, she's done hair for 35 years. Oh my God. Yeah. Is your mom going to be like my Nana? My Nana looks at my mom because my mom doesn't even like, my mom's a kind of like, she's now just kind of because of tango, like starting to put a little blush on. <laughs> but she like dyed her hair, her salt and pepper hair with henna. And so yeah. we all know that that's not it's not right gonna yeah that's not gonna be so it's gotta it's, get chemicals in there yeah <laughs> so my mom really wasn't trying to hear any of that and she did that and my nana was just like that's my mom's mom was yeah. like what's going on with your hair there's all these different colors I don't know and my mom's like just leave it just leave it you know my mom's like a seventy year old woman yeah. She gets a check in the mail a week later from my nana with oh a post-it God. on it that says, por su pelo. Por su pelo, for your hair. Like, I called up Nana. I said, I heard you were subsidizing hair care. That's the shadiest shit I've ever heard. I mean, the lengths this woman went to to just be passive-aggressive, <laughs> I respect it, but Jesus. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so my mom is really uninterested in beauty. <laughs> low maintenance. Just yeah. very low maintenance. I feel like... It's really weird, not weird, but like if there's ever anything about like Mindy Kalen's beauty regimen, I kind of like will look at it and yeah. be like, maybe there's a foundation and color in there that will work for me. I, I love that Mindy Kalen is the person, you know. Or like that girl Dasha, like she Dasha Polanka. Mm-hmm, she's I love Dominican, her. she's gorgeous. She's so she's a, one of my she's, um, she's on my like Thick women mm-hmm. aspirational beauty wall. Yeah, she's a fashionista. She's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also love when she pops up somewhere. Like, she's yeah. in kind of random weird roles. Um, okay, Dasha Belanca, Minnie Kaling, Not Your Mom. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Okay. We yeah, need, I'm we trying need to more. figure out. It's just a thing of, like, what'll happen, though, too, is, like, I'll go darker. Because lighter is always really obvious and yeah. bad, but darker. I feel like I see you go darker more, and it looks amazing. But the thing is, it's like, it's I'll you. start to take it off, and I'll look like a raccoon. I'll like, because I do my <laughs> eyes first when I take off my makeup, and yeah. I like did it once. And I was like, I just look like a raccoon. Oh my God. <laughs> like a, an inverse raccoon. Ugh, <laughs> uh, well... That sucks, dude. Okay. I mean, I feel like, you know, we're just holding our breath until yeah. I get someone in here to just take care of it for me. <laughs> or Mindy, Mindy launches that, that, that um, beauty foundation line. line. You know, she is trying. I feel like she's trying to be an influencer. I know she is. I yeah. watched her make a smoothie the other day on and Instagram. Like, and it was great. I was here. I was there for it. She made. Um, did you see the video of her cooking with Kamala Harris? No. Oh, yeah, they cook Indian food, and they're both like, we've never made this before, like, straight up. And then Mindy's dad shows up, and it is the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> That's like, great. these two powerful women are like, we truly don't have time for this, but, like, we're doing it for <laughs> the people want the content. And then her dad shows up. It's it's amazing. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So, be, yeah. I, I mean, I always tell people to, like, get into, it, you know, that that Instagram or something in your social media. So, like, you know, follow the Dasha, follow Mindy. You, so you know, oh, yeah. Maybe I could follow. I feel like I have seen, like, someone post or something like that. There's, like, not, like, pro acne, but, like, like, IG accounts that show people kind of, like, barefaced and with, like, their skin just being their skin yeah i mean for sure follow that because that's like that gonna make help. you feel it'll normalize it because that's your, what your i skin feel i feel like, like everyone looks so beautiful and i'm like this pockmark um marcella estrella is is an account i follow and she's an illustrator i think you I, I i posted something um where it was like a woman where she had like you know textured skin and then it was like a moon and then it was like a flower and it was oh, like beautiful, beautiful i saw people. that yeah 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 follow that account it's Ooh. great marcella estrella um she is i think she's brazilian Ooh. and she's just an illustrator and it's 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 body positive um um stuff um, I'll text it to you. You don't okay, have to write it down. I'm gonna write it down. No, 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 no. I'll text it to you, and I'll and I'll post links or whenever this goes out um, of the because I just think it's good to like stop your scroll. You know, yeah. like I, I'm in the scroll. I'm in the scroll mode. I mean, I follow a lot of different body accounts, bodies that don't look like mine, but just that I need to see. You know. Um, yeah, my, my Instagram, it's like, there is a lot, I, I scroll, I was scrolling at work and I was like, no, this is not, there's a lot of naked fat people on my phone <laughs> right now. This not is, there are a lot of chubby fats and they are naked on my phone right now. So, but it's so important. Like your, cause, um, your TEDx talk, you talk about the scroll I do, and it's so important, but like just seeing for me, like other women of color, other fat people, yeah. other disabled people. It like just helps me be okay with me. Maybe that South Asian. Yes, absolutely. Let me just receive that because that's gorgeous. I love um Lolo. Is that her name? Oh, she's, she's um, in a motorized wheelchair. She's in a motorized wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So she's black. I think she's from. I think I think I know she's from LA, but I'm trying yeah. to think of where in LA. But um, yeah, she's a fun Instagram follow for nice. me. Um, but I was gonna say, like, maybe that South Asian beauty blogger route, because I know that there is like a lot of you know dark skin South Asian people who are trying to really take up space and mm-hmm. be like, you know, this is us. Damn, dude, I went to Daiso last night and they had eye tape just on the what? on the colorism what on the does like eye tape, do? eye tape gives you a crease in your eyelid. What? Yeah, dude, this was at Daiso. Yikes. You know, there were like. A lot of different eye tape brands. Oh, they had a whole section. Yeah, they had a whole eye tape section. And so, I, you know, it's just, it's any opportunity these fucks in the beauty industry will take to get your money, they will take it, you know? And whether it means, you know, creating new beauty, you know, things. Like, man, I remember when I heard about hip dips. Have you oh, ever heard that? Isn't that just like the where your hip, like your thigh? It's like, to hey, what if you abdomen? have a belly and a thigh? Or, 
and there's a space between them. I just, I was like, oh, another name for a body part that I'm supposed to hate. No, fuck off. I reject this. That was like, I remember seeing a BuzzFeed article about it. Like, these girls are proud of their hip dips. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And why should they be proud? Why should they be ashamed in the first place? So anyway, um, I'm just saying all that to say, I know there are a lot of South Asian people who are darker skinned, who are trying to take up space. And maybe if you feel a solidarity with those people, that would be a good resource for your beauty. Yeah. I'm going to start researching and looking. Because the thing about a lot of the um, YouTube makeup people, it's like, I'm never going to wear that much makeup. Like, it's a lot. It's it's a whole multi-step. And it's like, I just also don't love wearing a ton of makeup. Like, I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. So you're, what do you like? I go, for me, it's eyebrows, concealer, mascara is my, my big three. If I, <clears throat> if I do a show, I do, um, I do loose powder, I do liquid foundation, I do the MAC Studio Fix on top. I'll hit myself with a little contour, blush, yeah, I mascara, do eyeliner, and lips. Yeah. So you don't fuck with your eyebrows. Oh, no, I do do my eyebrows. My bad. But I just do powder. Your eyebrows are thick and luscious. So Yeah, I just do powder. Oh, you just do a little powder. Mm-hmm. I got my Anastasia Beverly Hills, my little powder. That's nice. Yeah. Um, no, I do need... There's, like, pictures of me from, like, 2008, and I was not doing my eyebrows. I just started doing my eyebrows. And it's a full face eyebrows. of makeup yeah. and no eyebrows. It looks, it's the funniest thing in the world. I'm like, no one told me. No one told me. I don't know where we all started doing our eyebrows at the same time, but I, no one told me. And so I had fully tiny, skinny 90s eyebrows till, like, 2011. You dicks. Um, yeah, that was... It was bad. Okay, so... Where are we at? Um, you're very beautiful. I want you to. <laughs> I want you to be. <laughs> That's where we're at. You're gorgeous. Why do you think? Why do you think your mom went one way and you kind of went a different way? Um, I think a lot of it is because my nana. I mean, you know, sending that post to know appearances very important to her. I think just you your know, nana the- and your mom are both kind of caretakers for you. Mm, I mean, well, my mom's my mom, but like my grandma, like. I think she was born in 1920, right? So it's like... Damn, your Nana's so old. Yeah, my Nana's old. She's, she's over kicking. 90. Yeah. She's, she's, she's good. She's, she's good. Good for her. She's fine. She's <laughs> writing checks? Damn. I know. Nana's out here writing checks. Nana's great. <laughs> Nana's telling me I'm too fat for her fur coat. She's great. Oh, damn. <laughs> Nana's love to tell you you're Nana too loves, fat. Yeah. Oh, they, that's her favorite thing. So, like, but her, like... You know, like, being Dominican, born and raised in DR, and, like, immigrating to the U.S., and then, like, sending for my mom, like, so much of that is just, like, in DR, there is, like, a class structure, so it's, like, even if you're born poor and you make money, you're always going to be considered, like, low class, you know? And so, I think just, like, the appearance of, like, having wealth and, like, being presentable and, like, a woman is supposed to look a certain way, that was all very important to my nana. And, you know, Dominicans, Afro-Latino very curly hair yeah they're known for like these amazing blowouts because we're just you know (laughs) assimilating to the colonizer (laughs) Uh, so you know my mom grew up kind of with that constant kind of pressure on her and i think she just really rejected it yeah and then my mom it wasn't that my mom wasn't like like she was like you can't do these things but she just didn't it was so uninteresting to her and like so out of her wheelhouse that I didn't really have that. Like, I, like I had to figure it out through oh, like, yeah. beauty she had, magazines she and had no... stuff. And that's all white and a mess. So. Yeah, that's white and a mess. Especially when we were growing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, Tyra Banks being the first, like, black model on Seventeen. Can you Truly believe? Truly insane. Oh, you mean 1994? What? Yeah. <laughs> the 90s were hellish. I mean, that's what, like, you know, with this body positivity stuff that you and I are, like, you know, espousing now, and the children are like, uh, we're there, like, relax. And yeah. it's like, bitch, it was, we struggled. It, it was, was our, very deaf. It was our, you know, it was our struggle because it was so oppressive to be um, different because it was uh, such a tiny little beauty standard. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. So you went a different way. Mom went a different way. Mm-hmm. So I just, it's like, I don't know, I guess, I think, like you yeah. saying before, like, oh, I just see you and your eyes and your smile. And it's like, maybe I just need to be like 
okay that like people aren't anything maybe it's like residual high school like having a pizza face and because like I had really bad acne in high school and like my mom and dad were like they never took me to a dermatologist but it was like don't eat pizza don't eat chocolate that'll make you you know what I mean it was like it was like I was was doing stuff being like I was somehow bad and that's why my face was doing this instead of I'm just like a hormonal teenager you know, yeah, of so course. I think it's like a lot of like everyone sees that mentality. Ugh, I I think it's really common for parents to be like, okay, this is our project and it's your skin, and then then that's on your mind forever. You know, ugh, I'm so sorry that that was the thing. Oh, good. I mean, we're getting there. Do we have to pause? No, I mean, okay, not necessarily. Sorry. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just don't want it to be bad for the podcast. Hi, Pat. Just a walk through. <laughs> just a pod walk. A pod walk. Um, this, Daniel's roommate just came in. All good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are... Uh, okay, so... This is the part of the podcast where I tell you that you are taking off literally so i think you're gonna have the resources available to you very soon if not already i hope so um because there's gotta be makeup artists in la who know how to dasha palancha's makeup artist probably lives here oh for sure you know what i mean like and you need to connect with her and i'm so i'm calling that into existence right now Y'all, do, y'all are, are, we're lifting our hands up because we're calling into the existence, calling into the room. Dash Polanka's makeup artist, yes. Mindy Kaling's fucking makeup artist in this room. Come bring your energy here. Find, find Danielle Perez wherever you end up. Um, all, all the experts. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's just, there are experts who are going to reach you. There are somebody, some tween is mixing vials of foundation together right now, designing their own makeup line for all the babes who do not have their dark skin undertones represented, honey. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. I love so, the sound yeah. of that. So we're, we're, definitely, that. we're definitely calling that in. Um, you are a star and you work hard and you are going to make all everything you want happen. So, like, I fully believe that this is one of those things. Um I do believe that as comedians, you know, we're, we're presenting a product, but I, you know, I think you, I think there are different ways for you to be a finished product in front of an audience. And I, you know, I am praying that you find something. Oh yeah. There are prayers on this podcast. Oh my God. I, I love this. I know. We are calling I've had it. some atheists on this podcast so <laughs> far too. Yeah. I was like, get ready for a blessing. Um, we're going to light a candle after this. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know, I guess I would just, um, I've been trying to give people mantras because like mm-hmm. I, I think comedians are really into words you know yeah. and so like there there are a lot of words but like so I don't know I guess I would say do, does your mom's like does your mom's feeling about her own like oh no I'm good the way I am is that inspiring at all to you or are you just kind of like nah I just think you went the other way mom and you just are rejecting everything I think she went the other way I mean now she's starting to get a little more into it but then she like doesn't want to listen to my advice like the henna and it's like but mom i but i know <laughs> no one's no one's just trying to make you spend more money but like if you want to do it right this is how it's done um <clears throat> so you're kind of like in between your nana and your mom yeah. because well you're, i mean you're is your y'all are kind of a triangle because your nana was doing it your nana sorry mm-hmm. i'm saying nana because you, i have a nana you have a nana i have a nana i had a nana she's dead it's okay she's here um so yeah your nana kind of was doing something because she felt obligated to you mm-hmm. and your mom rejected that you know and she was like i'm not going to do that mm-hmm. and you're choosing to do this because you know so like i'm hoping that you know, maybe when you're feeling like I have to put on makeup, you have a feeling like this is the way I adorn myself okay. to get in front of an audience. Does that feel like maybe something? Yeah, reframing that feels it good? Yeah. instead of like, oh, I have to put on a bra. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I am choosing to decorate myself in this way. Yeah, maybe that will feel a little bit better. Making, taking the fun back. Putting the fun back into it because I feel like doing makeup used to be fun. Yeah, you know when it wasn't part of our job. Yeah. 
I mean, that's that's it, you Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've only um. Oh no, I I had Katrina Davis on, but so far it was only Earth signs. Oh really? Yeah, I the, love it. All the only people who are willing to um choose a time to meet. <laughs> Everybody else no was Virgos? like, yeah, 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 totally, totally, totally. No, I have a lot of Virgos. Um, it, was, it was only The Virgos are like, please send me a detailed list of everything we will be discussing. Yeah, please email yeah. me and send me um, a message two hours beforehand or remind me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I, I hope you can find some fun. Yeah, finding the fun, getting, um, yeah, makeup is, is to adorn myself. It's not for part of my job. I mean, it is part of your job, though. But I think also the makeup acceptance. Makeup is the fun part of your job. Makeup is a um, makeup can be fun. I you know what I have started kind of playing around more. Like I got this like weird neon like eyeliner thing. Like having I love more your neon eyeliner. But like having more fun with it instead yeah. of just like this is like the I you know what I mean like business yeah. face. My it's uniform. Like, yeah, it's like we can play around with it. More. Okay. I don't think we quite landed on a metaphor on a mantra, but that's okay. Because we called, we called the we called the miracle worker to come mm-hmm. and give you expert advice. I think part of the mantra though is the yeah. scroll is fixing the scroll, fixing the scroll, fixing the scroll, so that like I can look at my face and be like, yeah, and like it's it's good enough, it's okay enough. It is good enough and okay enough. How does that feel to say? It feels good. Does it? it feels kind of low key a little sad? Like it's okay enough. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, okay, we're trying, yeah, but, like. Wow, Danielle, what a a leap, what a bound. A huge part of our internalized sexism, though, is that we are supposed to be, like, our beauty is the most important part of us. It's just not. I mean, what's in your brain is so much more important. Your smile is so much more important than your skin. I mean, TBH, (laughs) right? Yeah. We see your smile first. Okay. That's, That's kind of a mantra. We see your smile first. You are not your skin. Oh my God, you are not your skin. I like that. Does that feel good? That okay, great. Good. We landed on a mantra. It's you are not your skin. You are not your skin. You're in your skin. It's mm-hmm. part of you, but it's not your whole deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You are not your skin. I see, oh my God, I see Dasha Palancha's makeup artist reaching out to you. Yeah. She's going to be like, hey, um, I, I, we have a mutual friend. <laughs> And it's, you know, it's someone in management and, um, yeah. And I just, I just wanted to reach out to you because I I have this new line of products that I heard about that an eight year old in, um, Dominica Republic created in her house and it's going and Minnie Kaling's funding it. And we want you to be part of the launch. Oh my God. You're part of the launch now. I'm part of the launch. So I see this path paved in gold. Um, and I, I know that whatever you work on, you're going to do because you're a truly amazing human. Aww. Do you feel like you're going to do it? You're going to find the do, foundation? I'm going to find a foundation. I'm going to find the foundation. Wow. She feels like she can do it, everybody. It worked. Thanks to Rebrew It. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here, Danielle. And by being here, I mean in your house where you let me come and record you. <laughs>